Hello there and welcome back to another episode of the Lazy Girls Guide to Podcasting. I'm Verity, it's great to have you here if you are new and if you have listened to the podcast or watched the channel before then it is great to have you back as well. Before we go any further, if you are not subscribed to the YouTube channel or you are not subscribed to the podcast directory that you are listening or watching this on, then please could you do that now and then you'll be notified of any upcoming episodes and future tutorials that we do as part of this podcasting channel as well. So today I am going to be talking to you about the seven mistakes that new podcasters make. I have been in the podcasting world for a couple of years now and these are the top seven mistakes that I often see new podcasters making. So let's get started. The first one is new podcasters believing they need to have a super expensive microphone. Now it's true that you want to have the best equipment that you can possibly afford and you want to have the best equipment to be able to produce the best quality for your listeners as well. However, the most expensive microphone is not necessarily going to give you the sound quality that you are looking for. For example, there is no point in buying the most expensive microphone out there if you are not prepared to learn how to use that microphone. Microphones have all got their ways of work. And what I always say to people is you should only ever invest in the microphone that you are willing to learn how to use. The microphone doesn't make your content, it's you knowing how to use the microphone that makes quality content or makes the quality of your sound good. At any rate, the microphone is not going to give you quality content if you're not prepped and you haven't created the quality content ahead of time. Number two is believing that your podcast will be an overnight and instant success. This is something that I see so often people give up way too early because they think I haven't immediately got thousands of downloads. So I'm no good and I'm going to give up. And I think that's really interesting because statistically what stats from Buzzsprout tell us at least is that you only need around 32 downloads in the first seven days of an episode being released in order to be categorized as a top 50% podcast. So that goes to show that yes, you only need to get 32 people to listen to a podcast episode within its first seven days of release, but it also shows how hard it must be to get those 32 people. Otherwise, everybody would be a top 50% podcaster. And I think those low numbers, we're so used to seeing high views and what have you on YouTube and, you know, TikTok platform on other platforms that I think people see the lower numbers for podcasting and they immediately think that their podcast is not a success. But and I'm going to link this video up here, you need to think about what your definition of success is to begin with, because you can't be successful without knowing what it is that you define as success and what you're striving for in, in the first place. Number three is not having your podcast on multiple directories. Just because you listen to podcasts on good pods, it doesn't mean that everyone listens podcasts on good pods. Equally, you might be an avid Spotify listener, but it does not mean that everybody is listening over on Spotify. Statistically, Apple Podcasts and Spotify is where you are going to get the vast majority of your listeners from, but that's only statistically. And again, if we want to look at the numbers, Apple Podcasts and Spotify will bring in at least 70% of your listeners. However, you shouldn't discredit putting your podcast onto other platforms as well. You've got Google Podcasts, although they are going to be going as of 2024. You've also got Amazon Podcasts. You've got TuneIn for Alexa. You've got Good Pods. You know, there 
there are just so many. There honestly are hundreds of podcast directories. Now, I'm not saying you need to be on all of them immediately, but when you find a new one, just make sure that your it's got your RSS feed hooked up to it because you never know. You might only have one person that listens on Pandora, for example, but that one person could be your absolute number one raving fan who goes and tells everybody else about your podcast. So just get your podcast on as many directories as possible. The fourth mistake that I see new podcasters making is giving up before episode 10. Now, statistically, most podcasts will fail or have their hosts give up on them before episode eight. And this really links back into my second point that people believe that they're going to be some kind of overnight success. Podcasting is a long game. And I really can't stress that enough. It's a fun game, but it is really a long game. And a lot of podcasters have colloquially speculated that it's actually one of the hardest mediums to to grow. And a lot of that is down to the searchability and discoverability of podcasts and individual episodes. You know, podcast directories are not search engines in the same way that TikTok or YouTube or Google are. So it's much harder for new shows to be discovered unless they are immediately on a for you page or recommended page at the beginning of a podcast directory. So because discoverability can be difficult, growth can be difficult. And like I said, statistically, the vast majority of podcasts will give up by episode eight. And there's some stats suggesting that most podcasts don't actually get past episode three. The fifth mistake, which I see a lot of new podcasters making is constantly swapping the software that they're using because of different reviews. Now, there's nothing wrong with trying out different pieces of software to figure out what is going to work best for you. But if you are getting into this mindset of you have to constantly switch to a different piece of software because somebody has recommended it and you are convinced that that's what's going to make your show the next big thing, then you kind of need to stop and think about that a little bit. For example, I know people who edit their podcasts in Zencaster, in Riverside, in iMovie, in QuickTime. You know, there's so many different options out there that people will use to edit their podcasts. And there's nothing wrong with trying out different ones. However, once you've found something that works for you, stick with it. And, you know, maybe something else comes along, you want to trial it out. But my point is, is that if you are constant hopping from one thing to another, to another, to another, and spending so much time and energy trying to figure out and to learn new platform, you can learn how to use goodness knows how many pieces of software, but they are not going to make you amazing content. You're going to be the one that's got to come up with content ideas still. And if you are unsure as to what kind of software to use, then do check out the link in the description box, which I have got tons of tutorials and reviews on the blog and also on the YouTube channel if you are wondering which software might be best for you. But as I said, if you are finding something that's working for you, don't keep hopping around and spending time learning more software because at the end of the day, they all do fundamentally the same thing. It's just that a lot of it comes down to personal preference to the interface, etc. The sixth mistake that I see podcasters make is not promoting their podcast where their audience are or just not promoting their podcast at all. You can't expect people to come and listen to your podcast and engage with your podcast if they don't know that it exists. Now, I'm not saying that you need to be like Barbie and and spend hundreds of millions of dollars on advertising, but take a hint from the latest Barbie marketing campaign. They were talking about it all the time. You need to be doing the same with your podcast. 
talk to people about your podcast. Bring it up in conversation. I'm not saying that you need to sound like a broken record, but as I said, bring it up in conversation. What is it that you do? Oh, I host a podcast. It might not be your main job. It might just be a hobby, but it doesn't matter. You will not bring people into your podcast unless they know about it. And on that note as well, if you are promoting your podcast where audience just aren't, that is also wasting your time. So for example, I know that a lot of my listeners come to the podcast from Twitter and SEO. So therefore I put a lot of effort into promoting my podcast on Twitter and then also having the descriptions optimized for search engines for when I put the video on YouTube. And then I also have a blog post per episode, which again is enhanced for SEO purposes so that then people can find my podcast episodes through the blog when searching on Google, for example. This is why I love Google Analytics. This is why I love analytics from your podcast hosting platform as well. But it's really important to figure out where your audience is and making sure that you are promoting your podcast where that audience is as well. The final mistake that I often see podcasters doing, not just new podcasters, but it's creating content for you and not for your audience. At the end of the day, your podcast, you want it to have listeners. If you are going to draw in those listeners, you need to make content for them. Because if you're just making content for you, then why would anyone else want to listen? to that or watch that. You need to be making content that is valuable in some way, shape or form to your audience. Now, when I say valuable, I don't necessarily mean that it has to be education, that it has to be a how-to. You know, people find comedy valuable. People find commentaries valuable. You know, there's a load of different value that can be got from podcasts and can be given from podcasts as well. It's not just about, as I said, education and how-tos. But you've got to remember that your podcast is there to bring in listeners. So if you want to inspire people to come and listen to your podcast or watch your podcast, then there needs to be that thought process of that who it is that you are creating content for. So when I put together episodes for the Lazy Girls Guide to Podcasting, one of the things that I'm always thinking of is how can this particular episode be relevant and useful to my audience who are either podcasters who are new to the game or just want to, you know, find out a little bit more as to how they can enhance their podcast or a new tip or trick for podcasting. So on that note, it's always thinking about how can I create content which is valuable to my listener. And I get a lot of that market research off of social media. I see what people are talking about. I see what's coming up in the news. I see what is causing debate and conversation. And then I bring that into an episode and I'll spin my own opinion on it or I might, you know, just kind of read out the how-to or the facts. But generally speaking, it's all about how that content can be valuable to individuals as listeners and not necessarily to me as the host. So those are my seven mistakes that I often see new podcasters making. I'd love to know whether or not you agree with them. If you disagree with them, is there another mistake or are there other mistakes that you see new podcasters making or that you've made yourself that you think should be included in this list? If you are watching on YouTube, let me know in the comment section below. And if you are listening to the podcast, make sure you connect with me at Verity Songon on Twitter. It's where I hang out most. And you can DM me, let me know your own mistakes if you've got any. I might even shout out or read some out on a future 
episode. Otherwise, thank you so much for spending time with me. If you know somebody who is new to the podcasting game, I would love it if you could share this episode with them to make sure that they can avoid these seven mistakes that new podcasters make themselves. Or even if you know somebody who isn't new to podcasting, but has a podcast, share this episode with them as well so that they can make sure, you can make sure for them that they are not making these mistakes, which could stagnate their podcast growth. Otherwise, thank you so much for spending this episode with me. Hope you found it useful as ever, and I will see you next time.